Now, what if you worked all your life to jump into the spotlight and then your best friend decided to steal it? And what if your best friend was... <laughs> I'm going to let Scott Sanders tell his own story. I love my dog, and I love my girlfriend. Today, for good reason, she's bent out of shape. She believes that I ripped up pillows and splayed feathers throughout our loft. I tried to explain to her that our dog did it, our well-behaved and incredibly poised dog, Jake. I'm an actor. I've had good times and bad times. I work off-Broadway and on soaps. As the world turns, I played a rogue cop. Another world, I played an Italian tennis pro. But I'm a serious actor. Join us tomorrow. I study with Kim Stanley, Stella Adler, uh, Lee Strasberg. My acting teacher says I'm as good as Pacino and Hoffman. I spent the summer in the Hamptons on a Woody Allen film called Stardust Memories. And when it ended to celebrate its wrap, I uh, drive to this fancy kennel in Connecticut and I buy a beautiful golden retriever puppy. I name him Jake Baldini Sanders. I return home puppy in hand. Just then my agent Sid calls me to tell me I've been edited out of Woody Allen's film. With that kind of encouragement coming from Woody and others, my acting career oscillates. I start getting desperate for cash, so on a whim, I take a photo of my beautiful golden retriever. I get him to sit still for the headshot because he'll do anything for a bagel. I send the photo to a top animal agent. I get a call from Arid Extra Dry. They want to do an ad with tennis great Jimmy Connors. But the key is they don't want me. They want Jake. What do they want Jake to do? They want him to sit on the sidelines and watch. Try to look regal. I'm positioned off camera holding a bagel. Jake knows that's his reward if he doesn't screw up. Jake is on TV, head turning, following each perfect Jimmy Connors volley. Action. See, somehow when the lights go on, Jake turns into Marilyn Monroe. It's amazing. He never screws up. That's why I play like an animal. It's incredible. Within five days, Jake the dog is getting work. Not just a job, but non-stop work. And at this point, it's still amusing. It starts with print jobs, then TV movies with Mr. T and David Hasselhoff. There was a screen test for Spielberg for an all-dark version of Guys and Dolls that never happened. I got to meet Spielberg, but not in the way I had ever imagined. Someone at Ralston Purina sees Jake on TV and thinks, that's our dog. Overnight, Jake is Ralston Purina's cover dog. About three times a week, an air-conditioned limo picks us up and takes Jake to his acting gigs. I'm the stage mom for my dog. It's, it's like this laser-like trip to fame at headbanging speeds. It's incredible. Clearly, Jake's fame is eclipsing my own. You have to understand, I am a serious actor. I study with serious teachers. And my dog, my dumb dog in the blink of an eye, is 10 times more successful than I am. I love my dog, yet I want to kill him, but he's too valuable. The Ralston Purina campaign is widely successful, so I find myself in an ultra-swank boardroom. Glass walls, beautiful table, panoramic view. Leslie, 
a blonde with severe glasses, talks of repositioning, elevating, changing the asset's name. They want to change Jake's name. They see Jake as Beauregard. Three sophisticated, syncopated syllables. Beau signals beauty, and regard means look at me. The room applauds in an evangelical media frenzy. The team lead is a woman named Stardust Tawny Rose. Stardust has a directive. Jake shouldn't be pooping in public, not when or where anyone can see. Ah. I've had it. I rise abruptly, clutch my chest. I've, I've got to be somewhere else. And I scramble out of the room, knocking into chairs, and Jake follows me very gracefully. I return to my loft. My girlfriend inquires as to my state of mind. I say, I don't know who those people are, but they scare the crap out of me. A bunch of overpaid suits have decided that my dog is no longer allowed to take a normal, natural poop. She thinks I'm overreacting. She thinks I need therapy. Finally, my agent, my agent, Sid, calls with a commercial gig. It's for me, not my dog. Sid says, Scott, Thursday morning at 8 a.m., 23 West 26th Street. Call is for Drummond Dog Chow. I have to zip into an absurd dog suit, and my face shows in an oval between two huge ears. It's come to that. I am a Dalmatian. The suit even has a motorized tail that wags while I speak. I hold up a can of dog food, Vanna White style, and run through a roster of lines, each more trite and stupid than the one before. The overweight director wears an outlet mall golf shirt. He glares at me as he chain smokes. For God's sake, give it more enthusiasm. Drummond, because I'm worth it. I take a taxi home. We pass a billboard in Union Square featuring Jake as a centerpiece. About this time, the New York Post does a photo spread with headline, Actor's Dog Turns Ham, Takes All the Bows. I'm back in the loft. I lie on the couch. Jake is lying at my feet. In one fell swoop, I jump off the couch, grab a kitchen knife, and start slitting pillows one after another. I shake the feathers all over the loft. I hold the slit pillows in my teeth and wrench my head from side to side like a wild animal with a carcass. Excellent sense memory. This is method acting. Lee Strasberg would be proud. Okay, we've got that doggy tail from our own Stephanie Fu. Many thanks to Scott Sanders for bearing his soul. Now, he might have resented his little doggy, but he always adored him. He loved him so much, in fact, that he named his son after his dog. That's right. There are two Jakes. Two Jakes. Good luck with that, Scott. Hope he doesn't steal your spotlight. 